and we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land, and uh, I'd like to welcome my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. Uh, we also can't forget about the uh, followers on the YouTube channel as well. Yep. Uh, watching us at a later date. Yeah. So Mike, the weather's cooling off. It's I, I think it's like in the low 70s around here, so it's been nice to uh, open up the windows in the house, air it out. Um, and other than a kind of like a long week of work, it was not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, about the same. Um, we're, I mean, we had a couple hot days this week, but hopefully we'll be cooling off here soon. And uh, it was a gorgeous day. We we had community breakfast this morning, uh, so we did that. And uh, now, now we're just hanging out. So, um, what was on the menu today, Mike? Uh, it's the same thing as always: pancakes and eggs and sausage. Nice. Pancakes and sausage time okay no bacon no bacon they don't ever have bacon at the community breakfast just at the uh at the the men's Men's. breakfast yeah okay so that's cool okay rich um busy week this week lots to talk about in sports uh we are on week whatever it is we're talking about the nfl north as we uh as we have preseason games starting this week i mean like in earnest, we have the Hall of Fame game, but we have like real preseason games going on this week. Uh, so we'll be talking NFL. We'll also be um, discussing. Uh, well, we'll be discussing uh, the retirement of a number across the league, uh, which we haven't seen in a long time. What else we got this week, Rich? Well, Mike, we got to talk uh, Cubs baseball and uh, the Field of Dreams game that just happened uh, this past Thursday, as well as going into the NASCAR corner break. All that and more, but what do we got to do first? We got to roll the intro! Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. Okay, we're back. Now, Rich, before we get into all of the exciting things this week, uh, we have a poll question. We do. Uh, It is the finale of how we thought, or of our sports uh, music poll questions. That's right, Mike. This week was Go Cubs Go versus Take Me Out to the Ball Game, Mike. Yeah. I voted for Take Me Out to the Ball Game because if it's not something that's just played at a Cubs game. It's played everywhere. You go to, you go to a baseball game, minor leagues, like if you're going down to see the Bandits or if you're going up to see the Cubbies or the Brewers. Um, every ball game I've been to, it's always they've always played "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Yeah, it doesn't have as much of um, they don't have like a guest conductor like the Cubs do, but the song is still played, and they acknowledge that they stop the action to play that to uh, follow the bouncing ball and have the crowd sing along. So uh, that's why I voted. Speaking of, we're gonna have to talk about that in a minute. Just putting that out there right we'll, now. We'll, we'll get there when we talk about the Field of Dreams. But uh, I voted for Go Cubs Go because, you know, why not? Um, the winner by a overwhelming majority, 14 votes, 78% to 21%, take me out to the ball game. That right. is 11 to 3. All right, so that is our winner. Uh, and Mike, we're going to kind of take a week off because we've still got to kind of workshop how we're going to do the stadium songs poll that we're going to start in two weeks. Um, but we're still going to have a poll this week, and we're going to go with the Bears over under, which Mike decided to go with the Elite Sportsbook, which has it set at six and a half right now. And yeah. That will also help. That'll also lead into our discussion about the Chicago Bears next week in our final NFL preview. And, uh, Mike, we have one other programming note to discuss. Um, Fantasy football. Um, 
Mike and I created a league to see if we would, if there would be any interest from the folks that listen to our show and follow our Facebook pages. We didn't get any bites. So, Mike, what decision was made? Yeah, we, we've we closed the league. We're not doing a league uh, fantasy football league na- this year. Um, we'll put it out there for next year if anybody wants to do it. Uh, you can private message us. We have some other leagues that we're a part of. We may look for other people. So if you want to be a part of a league with Rich and I, reach out. Let us know. Uh, we might be able to make something work. I don't guarantee anything yet, but we'll let you know. Um but instead, now we want you, we, and, and we're going to do this one no matter what. We do it every year. Uh, it's as much about Rich and I keeping track as it is about, uh, about the community involvement. We want you to be involved. This one is much easier. I think this is the easiest uh, fantasy thing to do, period. Yes, Mike. Uh, a- no, this is the second easiest. It's tied. It's tied for okay. it's tied for easiest. NASCAR's pretty up there, pretty easy too. But this is going to be Rich. Go ahead. Yep, we're we're doing our annual NFL Pro Pick'em. Yeah, we for want the you... NFL Pro Pick'em. You can join the league, and technically, the same day that you join the league, you could go and make all of your weekly picks all the way out until week number eighteen. All you got to do is pick who's going to win the game. They do ask some bonus questions like what the who's going to score, what's the score of the Monday night football game. Yeah. And that's for tie-breaking purposes yeah, and stuff like and that. Which yeah, which team's going to score the most amount of points and which which team is going to score the least amount of points. And you could do that through weeks 1 through 18 and then you don't have to touch it again until the playoffs. Yeah. If you choose to do so. Yep. So right now we have four members returning from last year besides Mike and I. We have D's picks and Midget Nation and Dupo 24. Yep. Uh, so if those folks are listening to the show, we hope that you uh, choose to participate again. And you should see a notification that the league has been renewed as uh, I just renewed that today. Yep. So uh, we're excited for that to go down. And uh, yeah, it'll make it, uh, like I said, you only have to do things once a week. That's it. You don't have to do things much any more than that. That's it. That's all you got to do. And then on top of it, you could do it all today. Yep. So set it and forget it until yep. the playoffs. Yep. Okay, Rich. Um, do you, you see s- what's coming up next, Mike? Uh, is it a uh, a turn that happens to be in a leftwardly direction? It is, Mike. And what's coming up after that? Um, perhaps. Yet another leftward facing turn. That's right, Mike, because this week, because we're, as always, we're going into the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Fifth Avenue in Moline, Illinois, or check them out on their eBay store. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated for all your, your sports memorabilia needs. So, Mike, this week we were up in Michigan for the Firekeepers Casino 400. Yeah. Your race winner and your pick, Mike, Kevin Harvick, was your race winner. So you pick up two points. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., my pick, still had a good run, finishing sixth this week, but not good enough. So, Mike, with a 17-8 to eight lead, even if I pick the winner correctly in the next three regular season races, I can't catch you. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on the regular season win. We'll see how it stakes out, how it stacks up in the playoffs. Yep. And we'll explain how we do our picks for the playoffs in three weeks. Yeah. When okay. those start with Darlington. Okay. Rich, this week we are heading into Richmond for the Federated Auto Parts 400. Rich, I am picking Denny Hamlin. I like the Denny Hamlin pick. He's usually, he's, that's his home track for Richmond. He normally does pretty well there. Um, so I like it. I, he's in my fantasy lineup this week. Yep. And um, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. again. He needs the win. He needs a win. He's fourth in the point standings, but because so many people have won, he's outside of the playoff picture because of it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and and we could still hit more than seven or more than sixteen drivers uh, to win races this year. Yeah, you still could. I mean, 
and technically if a non if a non winner is also ends up being the regular season points leader they make the playoffs so that could mean a driver that's won a race gets bumped out of the playoffs wow i think i disagree with that i think that if we have if we have all the ra- like i agree that if the the regular season's points winner should be able to make it in i think that's a that should be a, a guaranteed lock but i think uh i think that if you win a race you were told that you if you win you're in and if you win and you're in, let them race. What's wrong with having an extra one, two, five people get eliminated out of the in the first round? Yeah, yeah. So your current points leader is Chase Elliott at twenty forty, but number four in the standings for playoffs, Ryan Blaney has twenty fifteen, and he doesn't have a win yet. Man, that'd be um, that'd be pretty pretty cool to see somebody win the regular season without winning a race that would be a, a fun one. Oh no no my, my bad mike the regular driver standings ryan blaney is number two chase elliott has an 847 ryan blaney has 728 wow so ryan blaney could technically pass him he's got a little bit of work to do in these final three races but he could pass Chase Elliott and secure himself a playoff race based on being the regular season points champion. You want to guarantee that to happen, Rich? What's if that? I pick Ryan Blaney and you pick Chase Elliott, then it's almost a guarantee that <laughs> Ryan Blaney will do better than Chase Elliott and he'll uh, end up first, right? Yeah, but you're also getting points for stage wins and yeah. where you finish in the race, so it would be Chase Elliott needing to be almost be doing do not 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 winning any stages and also yeah. finishing pretty low in the standings to yeah. not get those. And for Ryan Blaney to finish like second, 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 second over the next three weeks uh, to get it. So we had a couple drivers uh, sign extensions and mm-hmm. sign to new teams, it looks like. Um, so Rich, uh, Bubba Wallace has signed an extension with uh, 11, uh, 2311. And uh, yep. we'll continue to race for them for a while. Um, so that's good to see. Uh, Bubba's doing great. Like, it's rough because Bubba has had some struggles. I mean, most drivers have struggles when they first come in. But Dr- Bubba looks good. Like, he's been solid. He just, he's only won one race? Or has he won two? Yeah, now? I think one race. He's come, He's had some good top top five finishes this year more than he had last year so he's improving and he he oh. should have won that race on uh, sunday he oh man i thought he could have done it i'm glad he didn't because that got me two points instead of just one but yeah okay so he's gonna stay in the 23 they still don't know where tyler Reddick is gonna go but he's coming on board in 24 and i've also seen some stories on with the price of NASCAR charters going up, that could throw a wrench into uh, Denny and Michael's plans for adding a third charter. I think they could do it. I think they'll be able to do it. They have the money, but yes. Um, it could be an issue. And so Rich, the, uh, you have another note in here you wanted to share too. Yeah, Noah Gregerson is going to come up from the Xfinity Series and take over the number 43 car, which uh, Ty Dillon is currently piloting. Uh, Ty Dillon previously announced that he was going to look for other opportunities, so they had a seat seat to fill. And uh, Gregerson's been doing pretty good down in the Xfinity Series, so he gets the promotion and he'll be at Petty GMS in the 43 Chevy next year. Yeah, that's that's nice and exciting. so, Rich, this has been the NASCAR Corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out on Fifth Avenue in person or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Let's keep making laughs as we talk about the MLB. Cup, Cubs did quite well this week, looking like a team that ha- was playing for something. Yeah, Mike. They went four and two this week. Um, 
they didn't really improve too much in the standings as they're still at 46 and 65, good for third place in the division. But they're still 15 and a half games back, 16 and back of the wild card. Although technically, Mike, they have not been eliminated from the playoffs. So there's still hope. Yeah. They're going to have to go on a really big, really good winning streak and hope the teams above them go on losing streaks. But that's still possible. Here, here's a question. The way the rest of the season looks, are they going to hit that 62-game win mark? Was that the over-under this year, Mike? I don't remember what the over-under is, but the old adage is you're going to win 60 games, you're going to lose 60 games. It's what you do with the other 62 games. Hmm. That is a good question, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna. I just want to take a look at the schedule here, real quick. Yeah. Um, while I'm looking that up, Mike, um, you were saying I predicted three wins. You gave them one win, so I came a little bit closer. And this week, Mike, they got to play the Reds for two games down in Cincinnati. They're gonna go out to D.C. for three games. Go down the Beltway to Baltimore for a makeup game with the O's, before coming home to face the Brewers on a Friday afternoon. Mike, yeah. how many wins are you gonna give them? Uh, I'm actually I'm I'm hot on the team. Um, looking at the fact that they're playing the Reds for two games, the mm-hmm. Nationals, who you know, and the or it, the the first three teams of the week are teams that the first the first one the Reds are the Reds, so we know we should be able to eke out at least one. The Nationals, it depends on how that team shows up. Well, they're kind of almost in the same boat the Cubs are in right yeah. now, trying to figure out what they're right, doing. Which, which of these, which of these young guys are going to be on the team long term, and which ones are probably not going to be back next year. Hundred percent. So I think they'll be able to get one, maybe two wins there, and then there's the Orioles, who they're the Orioles. But you know what, Mike? If the season ended today, the Orioles would make it as a wild card team. That's how hot they've been lately. Yeah. Um, hopefully they'll cool down and we can eat out a game and there. And we got a brewer, and we got a division game with the Brewers at home. And we got a division game with the Brewers. So with all that being said, I think they can hit four this week. All right, I'm, I'm going to give them four as well. I kind of look at that. Uh, I'm kind of giving them a, one of those games against the Brewers or, or Orioles myself, and then I think they can get the other three wins between playing the Reds and the Nats. Yeah, for five games. So I think totally they agree. can win three out of. I think can win three out of five against the Reds and the Nats. I feel pretty confident they can. They can we that they could beat the Orioles or the Brewers. For yeah, that fourth win. Hundred percent. So I like the four. It's going to be a good week for them. Um, overall, uh, again, uh, yeah, it's they made some announcements this week that uh, are a little rough. Did you get the? Did you get to look at what you wanted to to make your well, actual? Let's do this, Mike. Our, our Labor Day weekend show, which okay. uh, we'll hopefully be able to do in person in the same room together. Yep. Um, since you'll be in town that weekend, let's look at can they get to that 62 in plateau when the calendar turns to September. Okay. We'll look at it then. Um, okay. And then, so, uh, man, rough news out of the Cubs and an expensive decision has been made. You know, Mike, I wouldn't say it was a rough move because I think it's right. a move that lots of Cub fans have wanted them to make for, yep. for at least two years Yep. of finding out what to do with Jason Hayward. And they've made that decision now. Yep. That decision and has been they made. Have, yep. They announced that they would release Jason Hayward at the conclusion of this season and will eat his 23 23 24 million dollar contract so the only relief that the cubs will get is if somebody signs him as a free agent next year no matter what what the terms are of that contract will come off of what the cubs have to pay him off the remainder of that of that 23 million if you were a cardinals executive would his gold glove abilities in the outfield be worth it for you to pick him up at league minimum just so that you can uh, charge the Cubs. You could say that they're, the Cubs are paying $20 million for him to play against the Cubs every as much as they do. 
I don't think so. I, don't, I, I think the Cardinals are set in the outfield with who they like. The team that I think that he'll sign with and kind of like the is his going back home for maybe one or two years is going to be the Atlanta Braves, the team that he came up with and, and who drafted him. Yeah. Um, and again, why would you sign him for any more than league minimum? Yeah, there, there's no incentive for him to hold out for a contract that he thinks is more meets his abilities and his tenure as a veteran because he's going to get his $23 million. Yep. It's just how much less of that the Cubs are going to have to pay him. Yeah. So um, they did say that Hayward is going to stick around. He's on the injured list for the rest of the year. It doesn't sound like they're, they have any plans to bring him off the injured list, even if he's healthy. Um, I maybe could see it happening for the last home game so that maybe the, the crowd can give them one last round of applause and thank you, but I think they could easily do that. Boo! A, yeah, or a boo. I think they could easily do that by having like a video montage up on the video board and he gets to come out and maybe gets the, maybe gets a number 18 from the scoreboard. What's his number? Can't think of it now. Is Who it cares? Now, maybe he gets something as a commemorative thing for the Cubs for all the years that he played for them. Who cares? Albeit mediocre years. Good reason. But I think, he'll, I think he'll have a moment at Wrigley Field where he'll get to tip the cap and get a round of applause from the crowd. Okay. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. All right. The next thing to talk about with that relates to the Chicago Cubs, the the Field of Dreams game, Mike. Yeah. Did you watch, did you watch it? Uh, I listened to the first three innings, and then I watched the rest. All right. Um the wife and I watched it from start to finish. Okay. I think I missed a little bit of the pregame because uh, I was running up the grinders to, to grab dinner. Um, now I want grinders, Rich. <laughs> sorry. Um, that's what we decided to have for dinner that night. So I missed a little bit of the pregame where they did, uh, where they supposedly talked about a real-life Moonlight Graham, saying that there was an actual player that came up and really had one hit had a perfect season because he uh i think i don't remember the name but uh, my wife was telling me about it he had one at bat for the brooklyn or los angeles dodgers got drafted into the service to serve in world war ii had to do two stints so he lost eight years but he got a world series ring out of it because this the team won the world series and he took the ring over he took the ring over overseas with him lost it but he got a replacement one, I think it was last year. Wow. But he never got the, he only got one at bat. He got a hit and never got to play again. Wow. Because of the war. Didn't get to see that at all. Um, you know, it was fun to watch. It was weird watching it on TV. You're a man. You asked this question beforehand and, and I'll let you ask it again. It was weird to watch it on, on TV. I don't think it was weird to watch it on TV, but it, in comparison to being there. In comparison to being there, I can see where you're saying that. Because last year I asked, you know, it kind of did feel like a neutral site game. You didn't hear too many. Last year it was, you didn't hear anymore. Let's go Yankees, Sox, Sox, or whatever the, the Sox cheer is. You didn't really hear that over the audio. and But you said, no, it was kind of the opposite being there in person. You heard those little organic crowd cheers, but you did, they didn't come across on the TV. And it was pretty much the same this year until you got to the bottom of the ninth when Rowan Wick was on the mound trying to save the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that part was really weird. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that one. Uh, but it was enjoyable to watch. Would I have preferred to be there? Yes. Uh, I have some predictions on it. Um, officially, the Field of Dream Games is on hold for next year. Uh, that's because they're constructing... Uh, uh, a, a more permanent facility uh, as well as a complex for Little League games to be there more often. So Yeah, well, they're not more often. They're actually building a sports complex. I think it's going to have like four or five fields for softball and baseball tournaments, a field house, a player's dormitory, an amphitheater. So it's definitely going to look different. When they do the drone shots, it's going to look different. Yeah, there's going to be more things out in the corner, whereas now it's just the two. Now it's just the the movie set, which had the the original diamond, the farmhouse, a barn, 
and then this Major League Baseball stadium. Now yeah. you're going to see more things cut out into the corn. So it's going to look different, but I think the game is still there, – there's still reason to go out there and have a game every single year. Yes. And – and I think I and I think and hope that Major League Baseball continues it, because they showed that they could sell out the sell that thing place out even having two mediocre, oh yeah, mediocre to bad baseball teams in the game this yeah. year. Um, you you have a great question here, and I actually had this discussion with my uh, with my dad. Contributed to the show quite a bit, uh, Joe Hart. Uh, he and I discussed who should play the next play next, and I actually want to expand it. Um, and and I am gonna say I think it sh- it's gonna be a six game a six team rotation. Okay. Also, I think you're gonna have the Cubs, the White Sox, the Brewers, the Twins, St. Louis, and Kansas City all play, all have games there semi regularly. Did you list the White Sox? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think those six teams are going the just the, the ones that we're blacked out on, the ones that we can't watch on TV, basically. Okay. Like, I, yeah. And by the way, let's we'll bring it up again. Uh, Manfred said that he's looking into getting rid of these blackout dates. We're still waiting to hear about this. We're still waiting for. Uh, an actual conclusion of this and what we're going to be looking at and what the, your streaming idea is going to be. We're, we have six teams we can't watch on TV because you block right. them up. And at least from, from the perspective of being in the Quad Cities, we're at least 300 miles away from the closest major league team or three, which equates to about three hours away if you don't factor in traffic. We're further away really further away well you're further away yep i am further away from a major league team than you are rich any major league team even the twins so so esterville to minneapolis is further than davenport to chicago yes okay i was gonna say yeah yeah I know it's further than uh, it's your your trip into Chicago is for much further than mine. But oh I was yeah, thinking that going to Minneapolis has got to be a shorter distance than Davenport nope. to Chicago. No, nope, but it's about the same. About the same. Okay, but we're blacked out of all those teams. I'm blacked out of St. Louis. I'm blacked out of St. Louis, a team that takes me probably close to ten hours to get there, and I'm blacked out from a game for them. Takes about four hours, I think, for us here in Davenport to get there. Takes me six hours. It takes me five or six hours to get down to Saint, to Kansas City. Can't watch a game there. Exactly. They they always talk about these free MLB day of the game. Can we watch that game if it's those six teams? Nope. nope. So all of all of MLB TV being free for a weekend or the final week of the regular season. Can we watch those teams? Nope. nope. What are the teams we want to watch? Like those six teams. <laughs> like if your argument is, by the way, I don't think you have to get rid of blackouts altogether. I think you just need to look at what your blackout rules are and make them feasible. So do you do what the NFL does to where the attend- the paid attendance has to be above a certain number? Yep. Or the blackout hits or the, or that's when the blackout hits. Yep. 75% or higher. And that's paid attendance, not physical attendance. By the way, and I think that's only in a, I would say, 100-mile radius of the, of, the, of, the, of the location. Because if, if I'm in the Quad Cities and I find out that at, that a Cubs game isn't sold out to eighty five percent or higher. That's still a two and a half hour trip. I got to take a day off work. I have to spend two hundred dollars in gas right now. If it's a hundred mile radius, maybe. I if I was within a hundred miles of it, I'd think about going to a game. Maybe. But anyway, that being. 
that being said, yeah. the game went great. Uh, the Cubs won four to two. Uh, good to see. Man, I, they keep doing so, a good, great job at it. So again, I am of the perspective that I watched the game live last year. I do not have the same experience that you had last year watching it. So I don't know for you, did this game feel, was it as, as awesome to watch this game as it was last year? Not quite because you had a lot more pageantry last year. You had Kevin Costner coming out of the, coming out of the corn to yeah. make a speech and the players this year, it was probably selected individuals from the crowd being on the field, playing catch with each other, parents playing catch on the major league diamond as the major leaguers and hall of famers from both teams walked on, walked onto the field through the corn. Yeah. The, I think, the major so, leaguers I mean, it's not was kind of awesome. Same. So it's never going to be the same as it was the first year. Yeah. And that's going to be the thing. How can they change it every single year to make it still feel special to where it's going to air on Fox, on Fox, Fox's main over the air channel and not eventually get shifted to FS1, the cable network. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one. I do like that it's turned into the throwback game. Yep. I, I really do like the throwback uniforms. I, I wish both, both teams weren't wearing mostly what could have been considered a home uniform for yeah, both teams. Yeah. The cream instead of a gray or a, or a gray was kind of weird, but. Yep. But I mean, both uniforms were on point. They I really loved them. They were fire this year. Like last year's were good, but the Yankees throwback Yankee. uniforms are Yankee uniforms. Exactly. The Yankees haven't changed their uniform. <laughs> So, uniform in over a century. There, there wasn't much of a throwback for right, them to go to. Right. So that one was nothing. The White Sox one last year was pretty on point, but, but this year those throw both man. They when they asked the question on TV, which uniform would you wear, or which which uniform which hat would you want? I had to tell my I had to remind myself that I want the Cubs one because that that Reds hat with those pinstripes Woo! to me i didn't like the pinstripes on the hat really weird i didn't like the pinstripes on the hat but it was a throw like it was a legit throwback look though yeah like if you look at some of those older games those pinstripes on the hats were a real thing i loved it i i would have done it was hard other than it being the Cubs, if it would have been the White Sox versus the 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 Reds, I think I probably picked the Reds uniform. All right, but I do love the the Cubby Bear on this on the on it. It was gorgeous. I loved it. Do it again. Uh, let's let's keep going. All right. So my opinion on who should play in it next is so far the teams that they've had in the games, the Yankees, the White Sox, Cubs, and Reds, all of those teams were active Major League Baseball teams in 1919, which was kind of like the subject around the movie of talking about the 1919 uh, Black Sox scandal of the team getting, of the players from the from that team being banned. So I think if you're going to, while I like your idea of rotating the teams that are blacked out in the in our blackout region for Dyersville, Iowa, of them being the home team and rotating, and just the opponent changes. I think the way that major the thing I think the way the baseball will do it, and the way I hope they do it is that they make sure that the teams that were active in 1919 get a chance to play in those games, get to play in the game next. So the Cardinals would be next then. So you you would have your choice of the Cleveland Indians or Guardians, the Detroit Tigers, the Boston Red Sox. You could the Philadelphia A's, who are now the Oakland A's, the St. Louis Browns, who are now the Baltimore Orioles. And then for the National League, you got the Pirates, the Phillies, the Boston Braves, who are now the Atlanta Braves, although you could sub in the Milwaukee Brewers, 
Yep. Because the Brewers kind of took place, took the franchise spot of that was vacated when the Braves moved to Atlanta. And then you had the New York, the New York Giants, no. and the Brooklyn Robins, who are now the Dodgers and the uh, the Dodgers and the Giants out in San Fran and L.A. So if you can get those teams into the game first before you expand out to the you, next set of games, you I think that's the way to go. You didn't indicate the Cardinals. The Cardinals were a part of that season. Okay. My apologies. Yeah. Yes. So, I, I, I like that concept. I think I think you could make an argument. The, the Royals would be I, – I think the blackout teams. I think that's what makes – to me makes the most sense. But I do like your concept of – the 1919 teams because you can do th- you can do your throwback uniforms you can still all right here's what you can do the royals could be included in on that list because the philadelphia athletics were at one time the kansas city athletics before they continued moving west yeah so you can get the twins involved and the uh for the washington senators who are yep. part of the american league at that time the senators turned into the twins at Would one it, point, ooh, or you, or here's you choose a, the Here's Nationals. a better one. Uh-huh. If Kansas City does it, mm-hmm. do they wear the Monarchs uniforms that they've... You know, I thought about that, too. Wear the Kansas City Monarchs and make it... Ooh, a, ooh. More of a Negro League throwbacks. Do, do, two, do two Negro League teams. That should be the next one. Okay, do two teams that were major league franchises that had Negro League franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The team too. I like that idea, Mike. I really do. So the other thing that I brought up when uh, just in a chat going back and forth, when they have a more permanent stadium, which is probably which I would imagine would have a little bit more amenities. You could do both co- the fans and the teams. Could you do an all star game there? Um I like the concept. Um the problem I have with it is, is that uh, I have said, and I will continue to say, and I will continue to think, the All-Star Game should be played in Cooperstown. And only Cooperstown. Yeah. Or, or they need the rake or All-Star Game be at Cooperstown. I think so. Why not? And make Cooperstown, make that week, start the week with the Hall of Fame inductions then the home run derby then have your all-star game there hmm. i like the concept of having an all-star game there and and the home run derby into the corn would be great except do you want to be the guy that has to find all of those balls before you start uh harvesting that corn yeah because it would be hard even if you're going to say all right we're going to put a net out there to cover the corn so you don't have random baseballs yeah out in the corn i mean they they do in that those little sections but those those balls that they bring and the fact that i think I, you cannot i don't think you can honestly argue that they don't do uh that they don't use corked bats for the home run derby or a different type of ball for the home run derby yeah okay. they, those balls fly so, yeah, I I I am gonna hold fast to my fact that it should be Cooperstown with the uh, with the All Star Game every year. All right, Mike. Final thoughts on the Field of Dreams. What did you think of Hologram Harry? It was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It also took away from the fact that it couldn't have been a Cleveland home game. You mean a Chicago home game? Or no, it 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 or Cincinnati. Okay. If it's a Cincinnati home game, when did Harry? When was Harry Carey uh, singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" in Cincinnati? I don't think he ever did, Mike. Wait, then why would you? Why would that be considered part of the home team home thing? Because I don't think that it would. They even let Hologram Harry do Florence Root 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 for the. And everybody said Cubbies because it that wasn't. Was the home, yeah, that, that was what the home crowd, that's what the majority of the crowd yelled back. Cubbies. Yeah. yeah, it's it was, I think both of those, I think that, plus it was just creepy. 
Like, yeah, cause, yeah, I mean, yeah, they played the they played the exact same recording that they do every the week when they say direct your attention to the video board yep. for Cubs Hall of Fame announcer Harry Carey. Yep. Uh, it was creepy. It was weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, it it was. I didn't think it was too weird when they were doing the the long shot of it, looking into the booth. Yeah. But when they zoomed in and showed the camera angle behind Hologram Harry, then it got weird where you're almost thinking, is that an actual person? And they holographed Harry's head because they never went zoomed in on on the front side of Hologram Harry, just showing a camera angle from the from his over his shoulder. It was creepy. It was gross. It was terrible. By the way, Rich, how about this? And it, and and well, what we yeah? How about this? The Kansas City Monarchs okay. versus the St. Louis Stars. So it'll be Royals Cardinals. You you have the cross town the cross state rivalry number one, mm-hmm. number two. You get to do two Negro League teams honor the Negro League players. Do a huge Negro League, like, push for that. You get to expose f- your your casual fans to the the topic of the Negro League. Yes, that brings a bit of a black eye to the early days of baseball. That's fine. We deserve it. But right. embrace because it. That league, it, exactly. That league was still... Was a better. It was better baseball than than what a lot of the major leagues was doing at the time. So you know, I I, I like it. Or pick it, pick anything. I mean, the Kansas City Monarchs so they were the one Negro League team that was right up there in winning. Oh yeah, a lot of baseball games. And it's a it's one that games. most people know. It really is one that most people know. By the way, you could do Kansas City versus Cleveland with the Buckeyes. That's another option. Oh, and you know what? And that would avoid them having throwback Cleveland Indians jerseys so soon to them. So soon to them. I think we just the name and the jersey. I think we well. just solved it. I think that's what we. <laughs> I think that's what you got to do. Kansas City Monarchs versus the Cleveland Buckeyes. I think that's MLB. Write us a check today. <laughs> I'll take it. That's, All right, that's going to be your best so, one. Um, how are we doing on time, Mike? Time um, for a time check. Time check. 43 minutes. Let's go ahead and skip the Fernando Tatis topic. Maybe uh, let that percolate and see if there's further yeah. developments that may happen. As that news just broke yesterday. Yep. Uh, so that'll be a leftover for next week. Um, we won't go into it, but he was banned 80 games for testing positive for performance-enhancing drugs. So more on that Ring next word. week. Yeah, Sorry. it was for taking a prescription drug to treat ringworm. Yep. So, Mike, let's... let's go into the NFL. Yep. Um, we've already announced the start of the Pick'em and our cancellation of fantasy football, so make sure to uh, check the links in the show descriptions for the pick'em so you can join our group um so the nfc north minus the bears because next week we're just talking bears so lions packers or the vikings mike where would you like to start um i hang on i sorry i'm got i'm bringing up the online sports book so we can do we can talk over under on it real quick um let's go with we're gonna get to the lions first Lions could be. I think this is the year that the Lions may not finish last. They've yeah, got some good talent on that team. I don't. I don't want to give away too much about my vote on the poll question for this week. But yes, I agree with your statement. Uh, Their over under is six and a half. What do you think? I think the Lions can hit that. I think the Lions can hit that. Also I... getting. They're also getting a a schedule that could allow them to to get that. I'd take the over by half a game. Hmm. Over by half a game. So, um, I like it. Uh, Dan Quinn makes it. I mean, Dan Quinn comes out and talks, and you are willing to run through a wall for him, and his team is, and it looks great, and I'm excited. 
Let's go with the. I like that. I like the over under on that. Let's. Oh, okay. Uh, um, we'll, we'll get to an actual. We we don't have to put it down on any of the books, but Mike, can you look up who they are playing on Thanksgiving Day this year? Uh, Would they actually win the Thanksgiving Day game for the first time in what at least five years? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, so Thursday the twenty. Oh, they're not gonna win. Who are they? Who do they? Who's coming into Detroit? Buffalo. Yeah, they're not gonna beat the Bills. Sorry. All right. I thought it was possible. I thought it was if, possible. If it would have been the Bears they game, they would they could have had a very good opportunity to win that. But I don't want right. to give away next week's vote. So yeah, I, I like the Lions this year. There's yeah. some good pieces to look at um, to look I, at on that team. DeAndre Swift, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson could yep could be a difference maker on that defense. So they finally got an edge rusher that can pressure the quarterback. And um, if they're if they were a stock, yeah. I'd buy, I'm, I'm I'm buying. If they're a stock, if they're if they were being traded on the stock market, they're a buy team. They're they're not quite a good team yet, but they're making that upturn to be a at least a competitive team. So I I buy them, I buy them. Yeah, all, and all they the way. could be upward trajectory just at the right time. Yep. Because what you don't know what the Packers are going to look like when Aaron Rodgers decides to retire. Yeah. yeah. You don't know, and the Vikings are kind of in in the same boat. They have a competent quarterback in Kirk Cousins under center. They got a good wider, a great wide receiver in Justin Jefferson, but their number two wide receiver in Adam Thielen can't stay healthy, and Dalvin Cook, great running back, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah, so speaking of the Vikings, their over-under is nine and a half. Hmm. I think that's a good spot for that one. Yeah. I, I take the I take the over because I think there'll I think be a I ten take win the over team. as well on them. Are there I think that's another I, half game half game up. So I, I think they make a I think they make that half game by by the they get ten ten wins. Yeah, I if that team can stay healthy, I could see them that that's one of the teams where I'm kind of on the kind of on the on the fence on whether they could sneak in as the as the one of the wild cards yeah in the nfc because i'm just i'm still having a hard time determining who that last wild card spot's going to go to um as i'm kind of filling out my predictions for this year yeah which we'll share on september yeah i think we share those on september 10th uh during the labor day oh no we do it labor day weekend as well yeah thank you mike um so find out who we think is going to win each division and the wild cards that week and the wild cards on Labor Day weekend. But so then we, not, but will th the what do you think the Vikings will be more aggressive on offense having Rams quarterback coach Kevin O'Connell as the head coach with Mike Zimmer um, outgoing? Yeah, I like that more defensive minded. I like the, that idea. I like that concept. The hard part is, it's his first year. We'll see how it goes. Um, I think they can do great. I think they'll be, I think, th like I said, I think they'll be a 10-win team. Um, man, I, ooh. Yeah, I think they'll probably be slightly more aggressive this year than they normally are. Okay, that leaves us with the Green Bay Packers. Ten and a half games. I'm buying it as a push. I think they can get it because they'll get the chance. They'll get a chance to play the Vikings and the Bears twice a year. I don't know that but that Vikings game is a win. I don't don't know that both. They could split. That's I didn't mention the Vikings. I mentioned the Bears and the Lions. You said twice you said Vikings. You said Vikings. Okay. The Lions does make sense, but again, I think they probably split the Lions game one. I actually, I don't want to get into it. Everything we talk about makes me want to make my tell you my vote for for the over under uh, already. But next week, next week. But uh, right. I think I think the the Packers. I, I think ten and a half is a great spot for them to be at. I don't know that they make eleven. I think they're a ten. I think they're a ten win team as well. Yeah, I I think they can make the eleven because of who they get to play interdivision. Yeah, but this probably 
I don't think the Vikings, the Packers are going to run away with the division like they have in years past. I think because Aaron Rodgers is going to have to adjust to a receive a new receiving core without having his safety blanket and deep threat. Devonte Adams now playing for the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the the ten and a half. I, I don't think eleven makes it. I think that I think I vote the under. Um, which by the way, the under is juiced on this one. So that's one uh, plus one fifteen. Which means if you bet a hundred dollars, you win a hundred and fifteen. Um, yeah. Man, I don't, I don't like that vote. I don't like that at all. I, I think that, I think that unders. I, I, I actually like the, the under more than I like the over on that one. Okay. So, um, so Aaron Rodgers yep. made some headlines for other reasons, as he admitted on a on the I think was was it the Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee show. If, if it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Pat McAfee, right? Isn't that how that goes? I think he does have a weekly spot with him every yeah. week that he used psychedelic drugs for the last three off seasons or two off seasons. It was this last off season and then two, then the 2020 off season. So he went down okay. to Peru and, and, and partook in some DMT or ayahuasca, if you will. Um, DMT is a chemical compound that is found in ayahuasca. It's a pretty, it's a pretty intense trip from my understanding. I, that is one of the few drugs I've never done. Um, but man, uh, ma- apparently made him a better football player, a better friend, a better family member, and a better lover. Now that is technically banned, a banned substance in the U.S. So yep. if he could how, or how, would how, have... Now I think That's the NFL, positive. I think the NFL is not going after anybody right now, except for Deshaun Watson. Cause yeah, but I, I don't understand how he doesn't get popped for this as going against the the banned substance policy. Because he didn't test positive in the years that he admitted to going on this off-season retreat where he partook in this ceremony or yeah but we yeah i don't know i mean it it, it's hard to say i mean even if after he retires or if you're if you're a free agent and uh, i don't know um, the only thing i only person that pops in my head josh gordon if while he was already suspended he continued to partake in marijuana but leading up to his reinstatement, he didn't test positive. They didn't. He didn't. Nothing was showing up in his system. Do you bar him from being reinstated if he gets reinstated and said, "Oh yeah, from this time to this time, while I was suspended, serving that suspension, I still chose to partake in a banned substance like marijuana for Josh Gordon." But I'm now reinstated. You can't retroactively punish him for something that he did while he wasn't in the league. Yeah, I don't get it. And that's why I don't think, even if they suspended him, he'd appeal and say, well, I didn't test positive during this time, so why, why am I being punished? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I just, I think it's crazy. Um, he publicly admits to it, and yeah. technically... He wasn't, in, he wasn't in the U.S. when he partook in the when he partook in the substance the harder one is is that dmt goes out of your system so quickly that by the time like by the time he's back in the u.s he probably can pass a drug test so theoretically you'd have to go to peru like if he books a trip to peru in the 2023 off season do you send do you do you do you schedule a, a randomly say, "Hey, you've been popped. You have to test in the next hour." Hey, we see your flight's going to land in. By the time his flight lands, it's going to be too late. Yeah, that's true. They legally can say you have to take a test at this time. You've been randomed. I mean, 
the NFL doesn't want to go after Aaron Rodgers, so they won't. But nope, probably yeah. not. So Aaron Rodgers is still the Packers are kind of in that odd situation of having a rookie first round quarterback on a rookie contract sitting behind Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers signing an extension to keep Jordan Love on the bench. Yeah, it's is Aaron Rodgers going to play out that extension so Jordan Love has to be just like him and wait four years before playing an NFL snap like he had to wait behind Brett Favre? Maybe. Because I don't think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he can say, I don't, I think with the extension that he signed, with the money he's getting, I don't think another, I don't want to play here anymore, trade me, is going to come out. Nope. So he's either going to play for the Packers or he's either going to play out the contract with the Packers or retire. Yep. Does he retire before that extension's up? Nope. Do the Packers trade Jordan Love? If the offer, if if an offer, if they get an offer that they like, it'd be the best thing for them. So, um, it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy, but um, and then final, anything else with the NFC NFC North before we do move on to quick hits and one final piece of news from the NFL this week? Um, not really. So next week we're going to be talking about the Bears and the Bears only where we're going to kind of talk about the team just like we have all the other NFL team previews. And we're going to do week by week whether they're going to get a win, and it's going in the book. Yep. Although we will be able to change that win or loss from week to week. It won't be set in stone. So it'll be set. Here's my my proposal for it. It's set in stone for at the end of the year when we do our year in recap. Yes. But it's not set in stone for whether you think they're going to win each individual week. Because if Aaron Rodgers trips on Hiawaska in the middle of the season and breaks his leg or something, I don't know. Something stupid happens. Uh, and they got Jordan Love in the, No, Jordan Love can still beat the Bears. But if... If the team gets hot. No, I wouldn't even say hot. if the team gets hot. I would say if if somebody gets injured and they are playing a team that is so injured that there's nothing else you can do... But pick the Bears. If if a plane crashes and the the and Cleveland is playing the Bears, and that week they their plane crashed and none of their player their players can play. If you want to t- change it, that doesn't that's not going to hurt you on that side. But again, that's the type of things I'm talking about. Um, okay. So final news on the NFL front this week. I don't think it officially was announced last week but it has officially been announced that the nfl is appealing the deshaun watson case it is we are hopefully gonna get a ruling this week uh it was expected that it would it's it's expected to be soon um and i'm guessing it's gonna be quite harsh we'll see so in our quick hits so so with the appeal being done Deshaun Watson's going to play in the preseason game mm-hmm. against Jacksonville. He played last week, or this week. Okay. He played yesterday. But, yeah. So, what, what are the Browns gaining by having him play in the preseason games? You 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 know he's going to be suspended. It's just how many games it's going to. They're be. thumbing their nose at the at the NFL is what they're doing. I don't get for it. Me, for me, it would be you're not properly preparing for next season. Nope. Put Jacoby Brissett in there so that you're preparing for life with having Jacoby Brissett or Josh Dobbs as your starting quarterback. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson playing one or two series or a quarter is not going to help your team start the season nope. in 22. Nope. So... Yeah, I I don't get it myself. I agree. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, it's an ongoing story, as as we thought it would be, um, when only a six game suspension was handed down by Sue Robinson. Yeah, you had some you had some other uh, you had a quick in thing about that as well, stating that yeah. she said she would give him a she would have given him a less harsh punishment if he wasn't such a jerk about it. Yeah, he was saying that he didn't seem to 
express any feelings of remorse toward the situation as he held fast to that opinion of I didn't I didn't do I didn't do anything wrong or or kind of having that regard of you know what I I feel I don't like how the situation played out but I wouldn't change anything yeah I now now he's kind of changed his tune a little bit in an interview that aired on uh, before the Browns preseason game with uh, Cleveland national Cleveland local TV he said that uh, he apologized for his actions and the hurt that they may have caused to the women impacted yeah may have caused for me is what sticks out not saying that he's still saying I didn't do anything wrong or I'm sorry that you felt that way yeah, I the guy's a scumbag. I, I think like he it. needs to I think I think he needs to have some rehab done. I think he needs to look at some stuff. I it, Yeah, I'm not happy about it. He needs help. So, um let's get to our quick hits. The uh XFL has announced its host cities this week or a couple of weeks ago. We we've been kind of putting this off for a few weeks. Um so let's get to it this week. Uh we are going to be Arlington, Texas, but not where you think. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be playing in the ballpark that the Texas Rangers used to play in, but that's still in the same like complex where Jerry world and the current home of the Rangers is at. Yeah. So Um, they just chose to take Arlington as the team name instead of Dallas. Yeah. So Houston, the, TDECU Stadium. That's the same place where the previous XFL team played. It's the soccer stadium. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. Um, Orlando, Florida at the Camping World Stadium. Yep. Camping World is where the um, AAF team played okay. when the yeah. Apollos were there. Yep. So that makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, Vegas is going to play, but they haven't figured out where. I don't know where that team would play either because now the the UNLV Rebels now also play in Allegiant Stadium. So in that, why not so play in Allegiant? I don't know. Uh, San Antonio is going to play in the Alamo Dome. Yep, that's where the AAF team played, so that makes sense. What other teams are playing, Rich? Uh, Mike, you're going to see uh, Washington D.C. playing at Audi Field. Um, that's the soccer field, right? DC. Yeah, that's the soccer field. Okay. And you're going to see Seattle playing in Lumen Field, which is home of the Seattle Seahawks. And then one final team you got? St. Louis. Yep. Playing at Dome of the Americas, where the Battle Hawks and the St. Louis Rams play. Yeah, that all makes sense. Uh, I like it all. Um, hopefully I... the XFL can get the, the Dome of the Americas to be uh... – updated a little bit more still bring it up to some a decent place to play but i you know i like it the battle hawks drew really well at that i like it i think it'll be good uh i i I would think about going to a game but the closest one st louis and yeah yeah i mean i i like that they avoided the major cities of uh new york York, chicago new york and la new york la LA and chicago yeah really isn't a good place now, if the Bears move out to Arlington Heights and Soldier Field becomes available, playing February, playing games in February and March outdoors Soldier Field, would that be a big enough draw to get people to go to those games if no. the league is successful? Those February games are going to be frigid, and March gonna is just going to be gross. No, I don't think that's a good idea. It doesn't work? Okay. No. Okay. And then finally, uh, before we get into our shout-outs of the week, uh, Bill Russell is going to be honored by the NBA. Uh, his number will be retired across the entirety of the NBA. Uh, and on t- and, and However, if you already are using that number six, you will be grandfathered in till the end of uh, till the end of your career. Or until you change you choose to change yeah. your number. So if you yeah. change so if you were grandfathered in, you couldn't change your number and then say, oh, I want to change it back. Nope, you can't. Yep. Probably not going to happen. So, I mean, the best-known player that's currently wearing number six is LeBron James. No news yet on whether he will change his number. But at the same token, he hasn't come out and said, 
I'm going to keep wearing number six to honor Bill Russell, which is nice too, which is, which is nice too. But I, I don't know why he chose number six to begin with when he went down to Miami. So, yeah, it's weird. So yeah, good on him. Bill Russell was, uh, one of the first uh, African-American head coaches across any major sports team, not just the NBA, and also was uh, very vocal on uh, human rights, equality. So uh, it's a good honor for him. And the guy, I don't think anybody will reach the number of NBA championships he got nope. in such a short playing time. Nope. Either. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I agree. I don't think anybody's going to do that. I think it's a classy move. Um, Bill is amazing, and it's yeah, it's unfortunate that it that it kind of took his him passing that the league to to place that honor on him though. Yeah, um, you're also going to see a shamrock with the number six placed on every NBA court for the next for the upcoming season that will be uh, centered on the scorers bench as a way of honoring him as well. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Rich, any shout-outs for the week? I do not have any show shout-outs. Mike, you got any? Nope. We have no reactions or comments this week. So, And I okay. have no shout-outs this week either. So, I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you never said, you never said, uh, uh, I apologize for bringing it up on you. How did the Mighty Midgets do at State? Uh, they were the runners-up. Runners-up. Good yep. good on them. Yep. Way to go, Mighty Midget Baseball. So I guess I can do it's, – it's hard because it's literally Wednesday is the day. But Wednesday is my sister's birthday, so. All right. And Thursday is my mom and dad's anniversary. Nice. So. Happy anniversary, um, Joe and Sue, as well as happy birthday. Barbara. Uh, Barbara. Yep. Okay. With that, Rich, what should we do? Uh, well, Mike, we got to remind folks where they can find us. Yeah, so if, so you're, if watching you're... Us here, if you're watching us here on Facebook Live, you want to take us on the road with you, uh, look us up wherever you find your podcasts, where you, wherever you find your other podcasts. You can uh, listen to the archived version of today's show. And, uh, Mike, if they're uh, listening to us in podcast land, but they, uh, they want to see our pretty faces and... Uh, leave comments and um yeah leave comments or reactions where can they find us uh there's a couple of different places the first is going to be youtube if you don't want to be on facebook check us out on youtube uh like comment subscribe do all those things uh and uh do that there and if you want to participate mid-show and actually hear your voice heard on the show itself um by have your voice heard meaning i will read it for you uh, go ahead and check us out on facebook.com slash balls and six or if you want to vote in our poll question facebook.com slash fans of balls and six folks thanks for joining us this week rich now what mike let's go ahead and roll the outro broadcasting live from somewhere in iowa this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.